Welcome back to another episode of the Leadership Podcast, brought to you by the Center for Leadership and Engagement. I'm Joseph Perez, Graduate Student Leadership Coordinator, and I hope that everyone is doing well. This week, we're going to speak with student leaders and hear their thoughts on previous episodes of the season, specifically resilience and stress. After the week we've had with the presidential debate, I'm sure all of our stress levels may have elevated ever so slightly in many different ways. Leslie, you've heard the interview, right? Yes. And what are your thoughts on it? You know, someone in your unique position on campus, working directly with students in your residence hall, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts? I think it's honestly really great that we have resources available to college students on this campus to further support like what they're going through. So like stressful times, being able to have those drop-in hours, um, and further discuss like what they're going through and how to help them through it. Um, I feel like not a lot of schools have that. And I also like that we have different opportunities now through Zoom and like things like that where they can reach out and get the help they need without directly having to like go. Go where? Like go to the, sorry, <laughs> like actually go to the, the office itself. If let's say you don't feel comfortable. Um, they have like private Zooms and things like that. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I mean, it's stress, you know. It's kind of like what we talked about before mm-hmm. in regards to, you know, stress is something that we all have to learn how to, like, deal with. Yeah. Some people might crumble under stress. Some people might thrive under stress. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if you ever had a, a boss that just puts a lot of pressure on you to get the job done and you yeah. end up doing good work because of it. Mm-hmm. Same thing with a, a school assignment. They're putting pressure on you, right? Of course. To to finish it, to do it, mm-hmm. it might either cause you to break on the pressure, or it can help develop your resilience yeah. towards something of that nature. Yeah. I feel like personally, um, like I, through my college years, I put a lot of pressure on myself, a lot of intentional stress i guess you could say i like to keep myself very busy um which also just kind of helped me to be resilient too and like having those resources also helped me to kind of figure out okay what i need to do in order to overcome it and better support myself so that in the future when things like that do happen i'm able to handle it um and achieve what i'm supposed to be achieving at the same time it kind of has to do with culture don't you think how we were raised, how we see the world in certain terms. Yeah, I agree. I think everyone's different. So the way their upbringing and their culture and what they kind of stand for also plays a really big role in um, what they put on themselves and how they address it and how they can uh, overcome it, what works for them. Mm-hmm. It's not just stress and resilience, but also how we cope with it. Yeah. How do we deal with something? You know, you have, sometimes you have people that they, they can't handle the stress, so they turn to alcohol and drugs, or they turn into doing other things to kind of like numb the pain to get them to forget about it. Mm-hmm. But you know, some people could argue that you know, stress is natural, mm-hmm. you kind of have to go through it, but especially you know, like students, especially yeah. in COVID, in that time of COVID, it's something you have to manage yeah i feel like it's definitely something though that you everyone kind of has to go through at least one point in their life um just because it's going to help you to further develop those skills to understand yourself more and how you can kind of 
um, de-escalate the situation when you do feel like that because life is going to throw hurdles at you and life throws those things and you have to be able to handle it and get through it. So I feel like going through it now is kind of like a coming of age type of thing where um, later on in the future, you're going to just better know yourself and be able to handle stress and um, handle it with ease. Mm-hmm. Eventually, sometimes, at some point, you're going to need your own group of employees, your own group of students, whatever it is. And they might be stressed. They might be having a bad day. Yeah. So it's good to learn about what causes stress, how you can help cope with stress. Because mm-hmm. it makes you instantly relatable yeah with others and i feel like it's really important that we were given the tools to to kind of help others as well to deal with those types of things and like all the different resources and things that they can do to calm themselves down because it's but then trial and error what works for you what doesn't sometimes you are going to kind of crash and burn i guess but you just get right back up and you're going to try something different until you see what works for you mm-hmm. you're going to kind of persevere yeah I mean, that, that's the whole concept of resilience, being mm-hmm. able to push forward in the face of adversity, in the face of things, all the things that are going on. I mean, it's just another obstacle for you to to, to overcome in mm-hmm. a sense. Developing the tools you need to better yourself. Yeah, I agree. Cool. So, Ariana, mm-hmm. hi, hi, hello, good morning, good afternoon. Hello. So, good morning. You, you know, you listen to Dr. Watwani's interview, and what do you think? Tell me, what, what do you think about the whole stress resilience and how it affects us as leaders, and especially now during COVID nineteen and we're still in this pandemic? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think stress is a really um, important part of our lives. I think stress works in good ways and bad ways. Um, and it's kind of a managing a balance of that stress um, to understand uh, how we can work most efficiently. Um, and especially understanding where stress is coming from, whether we're choosing to have that stress put upon us or whether that stress is being put upon us um, without our decision. Kind of like with COVID-19, you know, um, as much as some of us may, may have had like, less responsibilities and less things that doesn't necessarily mean just because it's not the traditional form of stress that we're not under stress because changes in general just cause stress to humans and cause stress to your emotional state i think that was something really important that dr wadwani was talking about is just kind of like making sure that you're checking in with yourself um and that how you're doing like during this time yeah i mean like the change like we all have to adapt and you know, that's one of the big strengths of being a leader, being able to adapt to different circumstances. Uh, remember when uh, I was on vacation, I was out of the country during spring break, and that's when they started locking down school and everything. We all yeah. had to adapt on the fly. Like, <laughs> I, I had to pretty much use my phone as a supercomputer at the time, sending emails and, and drafting things, because I didn't have any equipment. <laughs> right, yeah. Exactly, especially like when things just don't go as you planned it, that adds stress, even if it just doesn't happen. Yeah, and it also, you know, like sometimes it's better to expect the unexpected just so that you're mm. prepared for almost everything that comes to mind. That way you don't get blindsided. Right. You know, like you don't want to be that type of leader that 
gets surprised when something unexpected happens that you want to be able to at least anticipate it and not show too much of a surprise like oh dang i wasn't expecting that because you always have to expect something right yeah definitely i mean expectations it's important to set your expectations with an open mind just because anything can happen in this world um but i think it's also important to remember not to let yourself spiral into the what ifs and i think that's just something that i i find myself doing a lot like when something's going um i'm about to do something i always try and think you know what is the worst case scenario and then sometimes i'll i'll kind of uh dwell on those worst case scenarios and and worry because i know that i'm not prepared for those worst case scenarios but the reality is those worst case scenarios are not here right now so am i using my energy productively and i think that's an important question to ask yourself are you using your energy productively you know with the stress and the resilience especially now with covid right excuse me you know we don't know how long the pandemic will last you know like we there's a lot of things that could you know trigger the stress you know besides the the length of the pandemic people you care like people that you care about contracting covid right how many people are going to become infected like god forbid there's another outbreak and how are we going to deal with it <laughs> right same thing with you know your own personal sense of security and safety like if you're going to you know a restaurant like i went to i went to applebees over the weekend right and mm-hmm. it's they opened up outdoor dining you know at the time of recording they opened outdoor dining i mean sorry indoor dining so you know it was a matter of do i risk my life to eat inside or do i just stay outside mhm mhm and you know per, you know also you know personally contracting covid like what happens if i get it Right. I'm going to be really stressed out. Like, if I get COVID, I'm probably going to be hospitalized or worse. Right. Same thing. Yeah, it's You know what the fact Definitely. You know, it's 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 things to think about, right? Like just one little yeah. facet. And you know, you know, as leaders, you know, unfortunately, we got to add that to our list of things to be concerned about. Right. It's definitely tough and I think a crucial way of being able to overcome this is is trying to wrap our minds around the fact that we'll never go back to the to normal um and and to try and just look forward and look maybe at other countries like China who've already kind of been a month in or, or two ahead of us as much as you know and they've they've kind of been experiencing everything we're experiencing just a couple months ahead um and so trying to realize you know wrap your mind around like maybe we will never be able to sit in a restaurant like we used to again maybe we will never be able to hang out in large groups like we used to and that's it's a sad realization and it, and it's understanding about like how we have to grieve the inability to do that ever again you know like we we have to part ways with that experience but also a good way to to help with the grief is to to look forward to the future and to look at the positives of the ways that we're able to socialize and honestly be almost sometimes more connected be through like internet and through social media and stuff and and the ways that we're able to pay more attention to to individual relationships maybe and one-on-one relationships as opposed to large group settings yeah so that, that that's a big thing the the connectedness of everyone mm-hmm. especially for students that live on campus. Yeah. Uh, I mean I'm curious um so you dorm, right? Mhm. So it, do you have a roommate or is it just one person per room? I have two roommates and I live in apartment style. So we each get our own bedroom and we share a kitchen and living room. Ah, okay. 
I, I was under the impression that each person would have their own dorm because of social distancing guidelines and stuff. But yeah. okay, so you know, like that kind of like ties into what I mentioned earlier. You know, what contracting it, you know, security, safety, and also with yeah. mental health services, and that's why uh, it's it's great that we have caps here because mm-hmm. they're, they're they're available. You know, at, right. at, at really common times for anyone to just jump in or make an appointment and be the support system because some people don't yeah. have a support system. That's true. That's true. And especially like bringing up housing, I think it's important to remember that like in this time when we all had to find a, a place to lock down, you know, one of Montclair's key cornerstone um, beliefs is that they wanted to stay open for those students that didn't have a place to go because we do have a substantial population of students who don't have a home and they locked down here at campus. Um, so. I think it's important to remember that, like, you know, not everybody has the ability to, to leave. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and sometimes you have to make those hard decisions um, to, to stay in a place that you could potentially be exposed, but because it's better than being out on the street. Yeah, I mean, uh, what Montclair did last semester, you know, it was a really strong showcase of leadership. Mm-hmm. They, they, they took charge, they made the best of the situation. They're like, hey, you know what, we're gonna keep our students. Like, we're not gonna kick them out. Right we need them here <laughs> right and, but and with that they had to make some hard decisions and and implement a lot of hard policies that a lot of students are probably going to struggle and continue to struggle with this semester to to follow because it's rules that we never lived under so we're like why do we have to again you know um but it's important because those rules are what allowing us to keep the housing open and especially for those students who don't have another place to go it's like I'd rather not have a guest over than not have a place, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Hell, actually, yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, it's it, it, it's a lot of compromise at this point. You know, mm-hmm. It's a lot of give and take in terms of what we yeah. can allow, what we can't allow, and right. how to kind of reduce the stress a little bit, especially for people that are supposed to be graduating this year or this semester. <laughs> yeah, you know, you or myself, like it's... It's a big thing, things to keep yeah. in mind. And it's, you know, we all should have a support system. You know, I understand some people might not have one, but even leaders need a support system. You know, they need someone they can lean on. I think everyone needs someone they can lean on. You know, if they can't, if they don't have anybody, you know, obviously we have caps available for the students. And I believe for faculty and pro staff. There, there are many different ways we can get you know, support for, you know, mental health services or for our financial situation. Uh, I know. I believe I mentioned um, food insecurity. You know yeah. that that's a big stressor. Like, what right. am I gonna eat? Yeah. You know, some students, some students, you know, use the food pantry last semester, and you know, I'm not sure how it is this semester. But you know, that's that's a that's a big worry for college mm-hmm. students and for and for anyone that uses it, really. I believe it's still open, uh, from what I've heard. Don't quote me though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, you know, like. Stress is, it's, it's almost like a natural, it's pretty much a natural part of life at this point. Definitely. Ever since it hit, ever since COVID-19 hit, it's like, all right, now it's amplified because right. things are locked down. Everything's the right. part. And, you know, I'm still worried about financial aid, even though I just got an email saying financial aid is coming. Don't worry. Right. College. But It's tough. And I think one of the best ways to, to combat the um, large amount of stress that we have is trying to build routine, like Dr. Hadwani was saying, 
but also building routine around the things that you know feed your soul and make you better and happier as a person. Um, like for example, yesterday was Labor Day, the time we were recording this, um, and uh, I I woke up and I just kind of said, you know what, the weather's nice, and I I'm gonna go on a hike. I'm gonna go to a park and, and breathe some oxygen in because I that's the kind of thing that I know I need when I when I feel stressed and when I feel overwhelmed. That always centers me and balances me, um, and so I kind of try to make sure that I'm I'm regularly going on hikes or going into nature because I know that that's what helps me. That's about all the time that we have today on today's episode. Have something to say about resilience and stress? Leave a voice message using the link in the description, and you could be featured in a future episode. Be sure to follow us on our social media. Our Facebook is facebook.com backslash CLE Leadership. And our Instagram and Twitter is at MSU Leadership. We hope to hear from you soon. And stay tuned for the next installment of the Leadership Podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Podcasts. Take care.